Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. John, uh, the white people have invaded what? Richmond. What? Mm, okay. It is that time of year again. The white people it invaded Richmond. The white... The white pride festivals have begun. What is the what? What is this <laughs> nonsense? Fucking Shamrock the Block this oh, weekend yes. in Richmond. Got it. Right. Yeah. And oh boy, we were driving around because Tugboat has her agility class on Saturday mornings, and the city is shut down. What? There is just it is just madness. It's There's not St. Patrick's everywhere. Day for another week. Ed- it's on Friday, so the Saturday St. Patty's Day activities apparently have to like happen now. A weekend and before? Yeah, yeah. It's totally they. It got so big in Richmond apparently that they they have now moved it from where it usually is to like a new larger location. What? And that larger location is like exactly where I have to be all weekend. So <laughs> I'm like very upset about it because all of my normal roots places have been like closed off and I'm like, what What went down? What happened? There's cops everywhere. And I was like, oh, they're just celebrating. Emily, it's not white people have invaded. It's the Irish. We were it's, oppressed. Okay. The Ir- yeah. W- once. <laughs> well, and then like by the English and stuff, but like yeah. you know, once we got here, I'm not saying it was smooth sailing once we got here, but uh, it's it's. They call this all. Say. They call this all criminals for you for liking not... for liking to be Catholic, and then they sent us yeah. all to Australia, and now everyone thinks that Australia was criminals when it was really mostly Catholics. Maybe not mostly Irish. Catholics, but a lot of Catholics just got sent there. The the thing about the Irish being oppressed thing is like. Yes, the Irish were oppressed, but no one can tell <laughs> that you are Irish. And they're also, if they can tell you're Irish, they're not going to treat you worse for having Irish heritage. Like that part of your life history and your family's history, while not great, doesn't continue to affect you to this day. And that's the difference people don't understand when they're like, the Irish were oppressed too. No. Okay, like your skin is still white. You still fit in with all the white people and you still have white privilege. So, yes, the Irish were oppressed and bad things happened in your history, but also they're not still happening to you because people can tell right now that you have Irish heritage. Like that is the that's the difference. Well done, Emily. Thank Good you. Job. Thank you. I think about it all the time because we do have people. There's people on my Facebook. Not anymore, but like there are people on my Facebook being like, why is it such a big deal? Like, blah, blah, blah. The Irish were, were put in cages. And I'm like, okay, first of all, that is not an accurate. There's like a Facebook thing going around of like, this is Irish people in cages when like in the turn of the century. And then I look at it. I'm like, first of all, uh, Snopes is a thing and you should utilize it because <laughs> things on Facebook are often are not real like I was like that's not a real picture like the picture is real but it's not I can't remember the exact scenario but it wasn't what was going around in the people of Irish heritage Facebook cloud yeah that was like these are Irish people and they were oppressed I was like first of all they weren't um that <laughs> picture isn't real and then also like what I just said so yeah Oh, St. Patty's Day, get trashed in public. The poli- the cops love it. So, like, just go have a ball, I guess. They're all here for it. And yeah, I'm just mad that it took me longer to get home from agility. And I had to take a different <laughs> route to Starbucks because of the, the, the day drinking Irish. And Tugboat saw all those little kids in puffy vests. And she's like, I'm, I'm going to bite them. 
I don't, I don't care about them. <laughs> I don't care about those. I don't care about the small Irish children in puffy vests. I'm gonna bite them. If one of those little turds comes near me, I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't guarantee anything. One of those weird marshmallow kids come over to me. I'm, a, I'm gonna bite them. They're gonna get all full of teeth. She's like, I don't know what that's about, and I'm not. A, I don't like it. Call like it a s'more. It. It's going down my gob. They're getting in the way of me getting my pup cup right now, which is the <laughs> most important thing. <laughs> Because she was a very good girl at agility and she needed a treat. And I also got a treat because I was also a very good girl in agility. I'm upset at the people honoring their heritage getting in the yeah, way of me getting my union bust coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is it so difficult to understand? You know who else is oppressing, oppressing the Irish, Emily? The English? Yes. <laughs> But also Guinness. <laughs> the English and Guinnesses. They can't has them in it has them in a, a chokehold. They fucking do though. Okay, so I I it's was in... when you drink out. Uh, what do you what do you feel like doing after you drink a Guinness, John? Trying a bunch of new stuff. Do you feel like hitting the town, or do you feel like going home and going to sleep? I. It's not fluoride, all right. <laughs> it's the Guinness. I feel like having another goddamn beer. It's just something else, anything else. I was in Dublin. I feel like recently, having a big glass of water and, and a nap. Every single pub I went to, all you could fucking get was Guinness. There was there were other things, but it was all lagers. It was it, there was it was basically like you can get the one foreign lager that they have. Or you can get a Guinness, and not a single person is ordering the lager. Cider, you could also get. Everyone's drinking Guinness all the time, and the weird fucking part is, it's so obvious to me that there was cl there's clearly like strong arming going on from Guinness behind the scenes, and no one oh, gives yeah. a shit. Yeah, they're just for it. They, they're, they're just like, into yeah. it. They're like, yeah, Guinness is I, fucking great. Everyone loves it. What's wrong? Like what, but 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 variety, but but freedom. <laughs> Their lines are going to be tacky as fuck. That's what I know. Those lines are hard to clean. The Guinness lines, they get really gross, really easy. And you're so, there's a, a specific way that you're supposed to drink a Guinness. And you're supposed to get four distinct lines in your glass. And the way you get that is by, first off, you have to let it settle. You're not supposed to drink it until the nitro has perfectly settled into two distinct colors oh, with the with God, the stark line with the head and the and the beer you know two I, distinct I know colors. i talked a lot of shit but i'm i'm joining those motherfuckers i'm going i'm going back out <laughs> i didn't give them a fair shake you're making guinness sound so good right now here's the thing drop, guinness is not bad i'm not i'm gonna drop a baileys and a jmo <laughs> into it all right and i'm gonna chug that shit and hope i don't break my teeth when the glass meets my teeth that's what i'm so scared about with those types of drinks where you drop a shot into the yeah, glass. Bombs. Yeah. I have no problem. I have no problem chugging it. Yeah. Except for the fact that I'm so worried about the moment that those shot glasses smash into my mouth. It's terrifying. Do you you think about that too? He, well, right? here's the thing, alone. Emily. I go at a bomb of of whatever sort with reckless abandon when I'm ordering it anyway. Like the night's already taken a certain turn. At that point, <laughs> we're already, not worried about our. I'm teeth. already throwing <laughs> caution to the wind in so many other regards ordering those drinks. No. No, I know I'll chip a tooth on that bad boy. I know it's going to be me. I know it. I have, I've had this vision of my future, and I know it's going to be me. So, no. I also went I'm, I'm going. to the storehouse <laughs> at Guinness, which is like, that's where their, their museum is. That's where, like, the actual brewery originally was, and I think most of their stuff is not on that site anymore. Uh, I think 
all of it is not on that site anymore. But it's so fucking weird going into a museum to your job. When when you go into a place that's like the most Disney-fied version of the job that you do every day, it's yeah. so... Because my job is gross. There's so much yucky stuff that I have to nasty. wade through all day, every day. Mucky, I, like yucky. Dealing with muck and yeast and, and used grain too, and yeah. it's stinky and it's all this stuff. And walking through this like pristine thing with a water feature and talking about how they grow their hops and how they mill their grain and all this. It's like, oh my God. This is fucking ridiculous. Also, all the misinformation, <laughs> all like the blatant misinformation that they, mm, that they go through in there. About how beer works. About how beer works. The, and also, the way that they is talk about their own product. Is it different in Ireland? No. What do you mean? The Guinness, I heard, is different in Ireland. Yeah, I'm the sure they would love here. you to think so. <laughs> well, I just was, I'm looking for confirmation that that's true. You know, I didn't go to Ireland with you. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here asking the hard-hitting questions that the people want to know. No, I don't. The answers to. I don't think it's better. Here's the thing, folks. Guinness pioneered they did do this as as, as far as i know that they, ball they the made, ball that's in the can that the ball that's in the can is a scam don't buy those first of all what does the ball do it does basically it's not nitro it's it's not it's not what it is advertised to be it's it, so it is different is what you're telling me it is well that is different yes but if you if you go to a bar and order a Guinness in America, it's going to be the same that shit. That has nitro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, sh it should always be on nitro because here's the thing. Guin what Guinness pioneered was the nitro tap. They they made that technology, again, as far as I know, they might have stolen it from somebody and just claimed it. I don't know. They're a big enough company where they can get away with that. But to my knowledge, they pioneered the nitro tap system. And the way you make a, nitro a beer work on nitro tap is to produce it flat completely flat there's no mm. other way to make it pour correctly off of nitro if it has any co2 in suspension you have to you have to get all of it out of there to to produce it correctly so there's there's nothing impeding like it, it makes it's very easy to ship it overseas in its in its pristine state in its in its mm -hmm. uh syrupy thick goodness but it's not really that, that's the thing too it's a stout that's 4.2%. It's a very light beer by all counts. I love it. And it's flat. It's great. And it's served on nitro to, to sort of simulate a, a more creamy mouthfeel. And it does work. It does work and it is good. It is good. And Look, I have the I'm, tone. I'm just tone. talking about the facts here. I'm not saying that Guinness isn't good. I'm using a tone that is critical while saying nothing to actually criticize Guinness. I'm... It, I, what I'm saying is that it's a very large company in Ireland that has a stranglehold on the beer production on that island nation, and everyone's just fine with it, and I don't understand why. I'm proud of it. It's pride. <laughs> like, this is ours, and it's good. They, People like it. They also said in their museum, and, I, and I'm very confused by this still, that they produce three beers... Which they've produced like a bunch of different types. They have the blonde, a one. bunch of different like versions of their mm. regular stout, the one that everybody knows, the one that everybody loves. But the Shamrock Shake, the Shamrock Shake. The, the, I had a Shamrock Shake the other day. I tried to order um, one on Uber Eats, and it wrecked it. Wrecked my shit. I tell you what, that um, 
don't drink the shamrock shake. I've never had a shamrock shake before because I've never been into like mint chocolate as a flavor combination. Oh, it's mint vanilla and it's lovely. So I tried to order one off of Uber Eats because I was like, you know what? There's a coupon for a free one. I'll I'll tack it onto my order. I'll try a shamrock shake for the first time in my in my life. It my order arrived and they replaced the shamrock shake with like some weird blue raspberry slushy. I guess they were just out or the mic the milkshake they machine made wasn't a working. For they you. just made the the executive decision that no I wasn't going to get a shamrock shake. I was going to get a blue raspberry slushy. LOL. They were like, you don't want that. I did not drink it. I did not <laughs> no. want that. Blue raspberry's gross. What flavor is blue raspberry? I, I don't. Sugar. It's more more syrup. 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 Blue syrup. I Syrup. The museum stated that Guinness makes three beers. They make their stout. They make an ale, uh, which stouts a stout is a, a type of ale. Generally, stouts are fermented with ale yeast. So they're, they're, that's fine. And then they make a lager. And what they said was it was a teeny tiny little plaque in the museum that said they make those three types of beer and they all use the same yeast. As I stated, ales, uh, a stout is generally an ale. You usually ferment stouts with ale yeast. Lagers use a lager yeast. So what the is fuck that, are you talking about? You're using the same yeast for all three of those beers. One of those, at, at least one of those beers is not using the, they're calling it something wrong. There is something off about their naming convention and I'm, and I'm legitimately confused and I want answers from Guinness. I want okay. Barry Guinness, the, the CEO and president of Guinness to, to get back to me and tell me what the well, fuck strain of yeast that they're using for their beer. When they hear, when Guinness hears this, you know, they'll have an answer for you. I, I would love that. Please reach out to us at downtime at theoutlawsnetwork.com to let me know what strain of yeast that you're using because it doesn't make sense. We call lagers lagers because they're fermented with lager yeast. We call ales ales because they're fermented with ale yeast. If you see like Pilsner or Vienna, like Vienna lager is made with Vienna malt and lager yeast. That's why they call it that. A Pilsner is Pilsner malt with lager yeast. Pilsners are lagers like that. Lager is the umbrella. You know? We we yeah. there's a reason for these naming conventions. They 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 are specific for a reason. You can't you can't just call something a lager if it doesn't use lager yeast, Guinness. That's it's not right. It's a bastardization and I won't stand for it. I'm oh, well. I'm going to war with Guinness. That's so extreme. <laughs> you won't get much support from our Irish fan base on that, I don't think. How but, many you know. <laughs> how many Irish people are listening right now? Vote one in chat. What are we talking about today? How to move. How to move. You've got to move. I feel like we can it. probably split this up into a couple different categories, right? Like yeah, how to yeah, how to yeah, move yeah. how to move to like down the hall. We've had friends that have done that. We have friends in New York who who scouted out a better apartment. They were living in one apartment in a building at one point, and there was a better apartment that was like down the hall from them. And so they got that. And so they just moved down the hall. So that's oh, I would just wait, you know, keep an eye on it. Wait for someone 
to uh, leave the door open and then you're just in there and then you have squatters. Oh, just squat. You're you're saying just just never leave. Not even. So we're we're not talking about this is how to to claim land that doesn't belong to you. Look, look, you can just if especially if it's down the hall and you want it. I mean, just wait for them to leave the door open. That's yeah, it's pretty easy. And then you're in. Or you can you can get a dog that you train to like slither into people's doors when it's when it's like about to be closed, and then the, like how big does this dog have to be? I think I think medium sized dog. A, it can't be too. In, it it's got to be intimidating enough. Yes. Okay, so probably well, like but some it can't be too collie. intimidating where they would want to slam the door on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, feel I like, think like in case collie is a good option. Because it would be cute. And yeah. And you'd be like, oh, look, a cute Australian Shepherd. Oh, how sweet. And then it's like, ha, 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 I'm friendly. And now I'm in your house. I'm not going to leave. Now I'm in your house and I'm and I, I will not leave. And mm-hmm. then they'll call you because they've seen you walking the dog around the building to the dog mm-hmm. park down the road. And then they'll be like, hey, your dog is in our house. And they'll be like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me come get him. And then you fucking shove your foot in the door. And now you're in there. Mm-hmm. 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 And then you have no, your friends who are all waiting in your apartment to start bringing stuff over. Because you need your one... TV and stuff, you know? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to, like, just chill in there with nothing to do. Maybe a puzzle. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because they might turn the utilities off. So you need some, like, analog shit to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll try to they'll try to freeze you out. You just got to be... You gotta be one step ahead. You Steadfast. gotta have a buddy on the outside. You gotta have a phone charger. You gotta have battery packs. Maybe set up a pulley sure system to the window. That mm. way, people can drop off supplies to you as yeah. as needed. Yeah. You must have friends on the outside. That's that's the yeah real yeah thing. yeah. So I guess step one would really be make friends. Yeah, make friends. Always make friends. Have friends. Which I think we have another um, episode about. We do. So here's the thing. I have one moving tip besides okay. not to do it ever because moving is horrible yeah don't do it don't first first step don't do this don't do it don't do it it's a bad idea okay now to the real tips get a moving company you're not get a fucking moving company just do it yeah i understand we can all do things we're all very capable blah 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 get a moving company it's so horrible to move and like your friends don't want to help you with it anymore and just just do everybody a favor and get a moving company. Uh, research that moving company. Yeah. By the way, research. Have to but say also, that. like, it's, I feel like it's not that important to look at those reviews. Like, obviously, if there's a company that's super shady and has terrible reviews constantly, to probably don't go with them. But I feel Sometimes like they just don't show up, and you're like, uh, I have to get out of here. Yeah, I've I I bought the. I paid for the elevator bay for only for a certain amount of time. I, I really need help with this. Um, I feel like as long as you're there watching, nothing bad is going to happen. I feel like that's, that's when the majority of bad shit happens to, with moving companies is that when someone is not... When a, a, an applicable party is not overseeing the operation, then people get complacent and then things I drop, like you know? I feel like it's flakiness. There's like a general bit of flakiness. Also, like you have to be so honest about the amount of stairs because I've had movers like I've always been honest about stairs, but like though we had movers show up at my house, my house, there's a lot of stairs and they are pretty steep and there's a lot of them. And 
We were like, yes, there are stairs. And they're like, oh, they didn't tell us about this shit. There's fucking stairs. And I'm like, boo, you're, what do you mean there's stairs? Like, it's a city. Obviously, there are stairs. Anyway, so be very upfront and direct about the stairs situation because I've had men, like, be very angry with me, move my stuff angrily because of the amount of stairs. I'm like, there's nothing I can do about this. Don't move angry. Try and... Uh, you have to learn some techniques for de-escalation. You really need to bring mm-hmm. bring everybody down, make them feel make them feel calm and present. Mm-hmm. Maybe learn, maybe take like a yoga instructing class or something mm-hmm. like that. That way, you're just maybe really some, uh, a calming presence around these. Distribute people. some lavender essential oils for everyone to sort of like rub into their pressure points. Yeah, you know, behind the ears, here is nice. Uh, give <laughs> them some coffee that you've laced with CBD calming calming uh atmosphere is important yeah for the move the other moving tip i have that is very good is about moving the clothes in your closet all right this is the only i've moved many times this is the best moving trick ever you have the box open next to you you take like eight to ten hangers with the clothes still on never take your clothes off of the hangers it's a mistake it's a rookie mistake you're gonna be putting clothes back on hangers for a whole day when you get to your new place you're gonna you're gonna spend a a half hour taking shit off of hangers and then it's gonna take all day to put them back on you take a trash bag you isolate like 10 at a time Mm -hmm. 10 clothes on 10 hangers whatever and you take a trash bag and you swoop all the clothes into it and then you close the top of the trash bag around the neck around of the hangers. Around the neck of the hangers. And then you take the hangers off all as one and then you roll from the from the hanger side first. You roll the clothes. Hanger side first? Into the hanger side first. Hanger side first. I promise it You works. don't want the hanger, hanger on the outside? First. Hangers on the inside. Okay. And then you roll it all up into a tube. You stick that in a box and then you fill the box with as many tubes as you can. And then when you get to your new place, you lay it all out and then you put it back on the hook on the on the hanger uh, the pole and then take the trash bags off. You moved all your clothes. That's the best moving hack I have. Yeah, it works. It's very good and I highly recommend. Also, isolate your cleaning supplies. Have a have a box of just like the essential cleaning supplies for when you first move in Mm -hmm. so that you can just be like cleaning because you don't want to be looking for your cleaning shit while you've moved because that's that's the first thing you need after you move is like a ton of cleaning supplies so like make sure you you purchase ahead of time and you keep it separate from all the other stuff you need the toilet brushes you need all the paper towels all the stuff to clean the place really nicely once you move in that's a good hack in general if you need like a makeshift hanging bag too trash bags easy trash bags yeah Absolutely. Doing that for my wedding. Hell yeah. Trash wedding. <laughs> Trash wedding. <laughs> I upset Taylor today. What did, how did you wedding. upset Taylor? I told him that if a hurricane hits our wedding, that he has got to promise me right here and now that we will elope. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Just siblings and parents invited. I said, no. <laughs> no one is invited. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's I was like, us. no. We're going to go. You and me. Like, we're going to Mykonos. We're getting Mykonos. married on the beach. I don't care, okay? I was no going to say Barcelona. One, no one is invited. Like, <laughs> we are not doing like, this again. <laughs> yeah, he was. I was like, we're eloping. You have to promise me. He's like, yeah, siblings and parents. I was like, no. Here's the, here's the thing. Do it. No go to, one. Go to Mykonos. D- that's great. You do that, and then I'll show up like a week later. Mm-hmm. And hang out for a weekend. 
Yeah. I've never like, I've never been to Mykonos. I'd like to go. Look, and before you say I'm excluding his family, I am also excluding my family. So everyone's excluded. It's double equality. Exclusion. <laughs> double negative. Positive. <laughs> no, no. We're good. Big, Are we good? Big We're good. good here. Good times. No people. You don't want to go to some silly wedding. No. I don't want to go that. to like not a party. I want to go to a party where I get yeah, to drink for free. Look, I planned a pretty big party. And yeah, and I'm excited There's for it. It's not going to be a replacement party. Like, yeah. I had that conversation with Taylor's cousin who's still tr- trying to relate to me. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if she'll ever really succeed. We have, we're have we very different people. Yeah. But she was like, oh, yeah. And then if a hurricane hits, my wedding is in hurricane during hurricane season. Yeah. So we're rolling the dice. And she's like, oh, yeah, if a hurricane hits, we'll just have a reception here. I'm like, no. 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 And if you decide to have a reception, great. I'm not going. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I will not be there. I will are, be in Greece. If y'all are so <laughs> desperate to throw a party, then by all means, throw a party. But there is no guarantee that I will attend. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I do not wish you to. You can't make me. <laughs> you can't make me. That's the thing. You can't make me. There are laws about this. All right. You cannot make me. <laughs> no, it's not about being married to the person. It's about... The marriage, the the getting of the married, the, you know, the, g- <laughs> <laughs> the method. <laughs> Let's get right into the music. Today we have a song called 2014 Honda Civic, or 2014 Honda Civic, which I love so, so much. This is a song by Sunnyside Down. It was released last December, and it's all about friendships changing as you grow up. Uh, all of the social media for Sunnyside Down is at Sunnyside Down Band, so hit them up on your favorite platform, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, any of those, all at Sunnyside Down Band. They're also Sunnyside Down on Spotify, Apple Music, and all other streaming platforms. Go give them a follow on all of those and make sure that you're keeping an ear to the ground for new music, which I know is coming out soon. Thank you so much to Sunnyside Down for sending in 2014 Honda Civic. Without further ado, please enjoy 2014 Honda Civic by Sunnyside Down. Sipping on Lamborghini till the sun came up In those moments We felt the whole world leaning over us We had so much to do Before we were through with this place we called home was such a nice surprise and I didn't ever think that I could replace those nights the lights and the music the friends I was surrounded by so three cheers to the friends that we are sitting with they make me feel like there are spiders in my shoes and under my bed Me from the bumps and all the bruises. 
I, it's, it's a lot. This is a complete non sequitur, and I apologize. But something, it's okay. The wedding was non sequitur too. So something has been weighing on me that I need. I need opinions on, and I need. I need people to know what's happening here. I'm very free with my opinions, so let's do it. Great, perfect. So, Doc Martens, right? Uh, yes. We've talked about them on the show. You, you. Yeah, I you, talked about those shoes that I can't get on and off. Yeah, you Guess had. What? You had it's trouble. It's been a couple. It's been a couple months. I still wear them almost every day, especially okay. when I go to the office, and they're still difficult to get on and off. Just in case anyone wanted an update on that situation, they are fully broken in. Still impossible to get on and off. So, here's the thing about Doc Martens that it has that I just ha- cannot stop thinking about. How sexy people look when they wear platform ones. Klaus Mertens, the creator of Doc Martens, was a mm-hmm. doctor Mm-mm. in no. the German army no. during World War II. Fucking A. God damn it. I was don't... he just help was he helping soldiers? He was a doc he was an army doctor. Yeah, but in like, the German army in World War II, Emily. People who get shot 
need medical te- they were just i don't know no nope, i can't do it i know i can't i can't all right all right i can't all right as long as i'm just trying to like no i can't i can't make it good i i'm just i'm not mad I'm just confused because here's what I knew about Doc Martens before before looking all of this up. By the way, it's like the first line in his Wikipedia page. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, well, you know, they, they had their bullet holes filled, right? <laughs> because they were what I, following orders. <laughs> what I know about Doc Martens as a as a brand. I'm so sorry. As a oh. As you know, the Irish were neutral. Stop. As a product, (laughs) we should all boycott Shamrock the Block. What I know is that every single queer person I know owns a pair of Doc Martens. That's what I know about them. Yeah, I just we thrift them. (laughs) I just want to know how, like, the domino effect of the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, and then we get to queer people with like millions of queer people with a Nazi's name on their shoes. Like how do we the, get what what happened between then the and there? The flapping of a butterfly's wings, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not owned by the family of Dr. Mertens. It it's owned by a British company which also like I mean I, I don't I don't know I don't know anything about the ethics within the company. They also well, slightly changed the name. It's not yeah. it it doesn't have the umlaut over the a anymore, so it's they not pronounced the same. It, they ang- they anglicized know? it. Does that make it better? It's still originated with the dude's name. It's still the product that he made. I don't feel great about them. I just want to know how we got here. And why there is a Nazi's name in shopping malls all over the world. I guess it's the same as Coco Chanel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's and uh, Adidas and Adidas too. Yeah. Which, by the way, and Puma. Yeah, I don't know if people know that those are all companies founded by Nazis. Volkswagen. Coco Chanel, I guess, was a she was a Nazi collaborator. She wasn't, Hmm. and she was pardoned by Winston Churchill. Because he liked the brand, I guess. Is Chanel owned by the family still? I think it is. I, no, I'm thinking about Versace. Moving. We're talking about moving. Here's the thing about moving. <laughs> Founders, Coco Chanel and Pierre Wertheimer. Use it as an opportunity to get rid of your shit. Yeah, you have true. too much shit. I'm talking to you. I don't care who you are. You have too much and we have too much and we unfortunately did not really use our move three years ago uh as an opportunity to downsize and we moved into a home without closets and we've been injecting storage into our space little by little and it is expensive and wholly unnecessary like we should have just gotten rid of the stuff but we didn't we didn't and look i know what marie kondo says about books i don't necessarily agree with her there but you probably don't need all those books neither although they look good on a bookshelf so i don't know well, do you already have a bookshelf here's the thing emily marie kondo has retired from tidying up yeah because she got kids she got burned out <laughs> she was like she was like literally like no i have children now and guess what this is impractical and stupid <laughs> uh, it looks like chanel is still owned by the family of the the other founder the Vertimer family looks like they still own it. Hey, Slancha. 
It's <laughs> beer o'clock. Slasher. <laughs> That's a honestly good moving tip. You gotta to, keep the troops happy. Gotta keep the troops happy. I'm not saying get fucking blasted when you're when you're mid move, but you know, put beers have in beers a cooler. Available. You don't know. You don't know. Put beers in the cooler and make sure all your shit's fully charged. Because the day I moved in, Taylor's dad walked into my kitchen. We knew something from the was wrong with the electricity from our inspection. Taylor's dad walks in the kitchen, flips what he thinks is the light switch, is actually the disposal. Whole house blacks out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like we were blacked out for our whole first night in our home. I remember helping um, you move in, and so, we turned something on. We turned like lights on or something, and there was some electrical connection that was burning underneath the house. Oh yeah. There, there, yeah. there was instant issues. <laughs> like, yeah, the electrical immediately needed to be replaced. It was uh, expensive. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so have a cooler ready with your beers so your beers are cold regardless of your refrigerator situation. Yeah, regardless of the electricity situation. I believe someone gave us like a beautiful... I, I think it might have been, even been vintage. They gave us this gorgeous champagne as a gift for our move yeah along with champagne glasses we did not open up the champagne glasses but we opened up the champagne that night because we were sitting in the dark with <laughs> nothing to do and we had no booze no nothing so we just opened up this beautiful champagne that someone had given us and we were drinking out of solo cups while watching movies on my uh dying laptop <laughs> it was great oh my Actually, god it was really fond memories but yeah we did not save that champagne we popped that bad boy immediately the laptop dies right in the middle of Pirates of the Caribbean in the dead man's chest. And, it was actually and then young you just, Frankenstein. You just look at each other and go, well, I guess we're going to go to sleep now. We're never going to know what happened. It's, yeah, it's it 8.15 p.m. and I guess we're going to go to sleep now. I mean, that happens to us every Friday now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, you're looking at your watch like, is it time to go to bed yet? How about now? Is it time to like cheeky like ooh, it's 7 45 is it, is it time to snuggle up in my comforter yet underneath ooh, my weighted blanket bed time to put on some star trek and go to sleep keep the ooh, keep the troops happy bad. have have booze available i think everyone can have a beer or two throughout the day but I feel like get people who are responsible enough not to be just sitting and drinking and not helping all day. Have beer available. Have snackies available. That's real. You need fuel. That's fueling. <laughs> you need to keep the troops fueled as well. So have snackies like I'm just available. I'm so lazy. I'm just like, we'll just, hey, we'll just do it tomorrow, you know? Move? Yeah, we'll just figure it out tomorrow. I'm so lazy. I will. I'll push anything. Why till tomorrow. do today when you could put off we're, till tomorrow? We're recording when we're recording because we were supposed to record yesterday. That we were supposed like, to record yesterday, and I had been drinking at work, and I didn't wanna. <laughs> I also did not wanna. You know what I did want to do? Play Civ Six some more. My brain. You wanted to sit down in like, front of a computer for six ooh, hours and have yeah. have only taken six turns. <laughs> yeah, it's on my Switch, actually. So nice. we're just, Taylor and I just pass it back and forth while looking at reels. <laughs> I love Civilization, but good God, does that game take a long fucking time. I have not finished the game yet. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait I've to see I've played it for 23 hours, but I still haven't finished the game. 
I haven't finished the game. No, I have no idea what happens. Don't tell me. No spoilers. <laughs> I, I don't think the worst part is like you get to a certain point and you're like, I don't think this is going really well for me. I kind of think I'm losing actually. I'm going to spend a thousand hours playing one game of Civ and I'm going to lose? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fucking brutal. It's... Like, how can I devote so much time to something and still be so shit at it? I always get like, <laughs> I get to like around the 1900s and I'm like okay I'm finally set up there's a path to victory I see it I just need like 20 turns five turns later the notification comes up it's like victory for France or whoever the like god damn it god damn it I don't it. even know how to win I'm, I'm honestly nine hours into this game I've been sitting in my house doing just this all day you're telling me that there's nothing I can do to win it's over I don't no. even see France they were on the other side of the world for me I never saw them I'm France in my game with Taylor right now. We both just decided, because England is between us, we both just decided that England needs to die, which is, like, pretty good. <laughs> so I'm France and he's Japan, and we're, like, killing England. <laughs> I was in choir the other day, and my uh, my director uh, made a comment about the King's English. And, like, mm -hmm. in the moment, she referenced, like, because it's the King's English now. And I was, like, I whispered to the other tenor section leader. I, just, well, I was just facing forward, and I whispered, and he heard me. It's just, like, call it whatever the fuck you want. Fuck them. No kings, no masters. <laughs> no kings. <laughs> and then not realizing that the tenor next to me is British. Oh, I'm, he's probably not a monarchist anyway. That's, that was, I was, like, I don't have anything against you. It's purely a monarchy thing. I, I, the Brits I've met are perfectly nice. I'm not, not worried about that. Yeah, but you know. They they sound nice, but... What are you saying? Are it's the understatement that gets me. Like what? It's the, the love for under... They're not an exuberant people. Yeah. We are much more open about our thoughts, feelings, and opinions right. than they are. The only response to how are you in england is fine thanks yeah there is one approved response and it is fine thanks yes that is that does not fly here i'm gonna tell you how i feel i'm feeling a little gassy to yeah. be honest you know and lizzie but no. lizzie put that into law right before she died i think yeah yeah definitely. like it was unofficial definitely. for a long time and then she was like my dying wish no one's mm -hmm. allowed to say how they really feel when you ask them how they're doing. Yeah. Well, how else do we move? How else do we move? Yeah. Uh, like with with moves. fluidity, with grace. We move well. Yeah. With confidence. I've never been told. I've never been told I move well. I'm not a graceful <laughs> mover. I don't. I don't do it well. I don't do it. You know, whatever. Put the cat in the bathroom until everyone is gone. That's what I've learned. Once, so my That's last move good... before this one, yeah, I had uh, moved to apart my first apartment in Richmond, and I put Oscar in the bathroom, and then I kept him in the bathroom. We did the whole movers thing, and then at the end of the move, doors were closed. We were all moved in. Cool, cool, cool. Opened up the the bathroom, and there's no cat. It, there's no cat <laughs> in the bathroom. There was a cat. We had a cat in and here. And I was like did anyone use this bathroom? And they, everyone was like, no. And I was like, okay, because Oscar was in here. Did anyone open this door? Everyone was like, no. We did did anyone open this door. flush my cat no, down the toilet? No one went in. No one came out. I put a cat in the bathroom and I opened the door. There was no cat. I start. I was like, where is my cat? Where the fuck is my cat? This is, this is not Turns how Schrodinger out, did it. 
I just don't know. Like my cat houdini himself out. So then I lo- we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. We notice that there's a shelving unit tucked into the wall. And the side of the shelving unit, just one of the sides of the shelving unit, because it was built into the wall, yeah. didn't have drywall. They just never put drywall. So just like one part so your of cat our bathroom was, was in, in your in walls. walls. <laughs> was in the walls of my new home, yes. Yeah, instantly was in the walls. I started freaking out. You hear meowing from (laughs) the main bedroom. Well, also, it's an external, it's not an external wall, but it's also not, it was like a a partition wall between our apartment and the next apartment over. Like it wasn't, so he was like, could be, I don't know. He was a new place. I don't know where he is. Yeah. I start doing that like stress laugh because I still had friends over who had helped with the movie. I was <laughs> and they're like, like I'm, no, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like this weird, crazed optimism, like, ha, 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 oh, isn't it so funny? Like, cat's in the wall. Oh, my my dearest companion and the person who, the, the, the creature who's gotten me through all of my most stressful times is just in a wall now. That's <laughs> funny. So funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm like, you get back here, you asshole. I'm like, don't cry. Don't freak out. Out, don't show your ass to your friends you know and I'm like <laughs> get out the canned food and of course then he shows up little douchebag out of the wall like probably covered in asbestos <laughs> who knows who knows but yeah so check, chomping check on fiberglass insulation you, for dinner before you put your cat in it um my, he's my a good boy my best advice I think we already touched on is just have no belongings my yeah. the most Get recent move stuff. that I was really a part of was when I moved from New York to our apartment nearby before we moved into the house because when we moved into the house that's another tip work all the time and not be able to get out of it so that your wife's family has to do the move for you that's how I did this one uh, mm. and that was uh, terrible and I still feel bad about it um, but when I when we moved when I moved from New York to our old apartment, I just didn't fucking own anything because I was living in a literal closet in New York. Yeah. So I had a mattress with a mattress stand that I sold to the person who moved into my room. <laughs> yeah. And then I had like two bins of clothing that I brought home and that was it. My roommate did that. I inherited his bed frame when he moved out and I was like, cool. Cause he was like, I'm not going to make rent. And I'm like, cool. I need you to leave. And he did. And he's <laughs> like, Oh, I'll give you, I'll sell you. Cause he owed me money. And so he was like, cool. I'll sell you instead of giving your money, my air conditioner. And I was like, yes. Great. Love that. A plus. And his bed frame so that I could immediately start doing Airbnb. Yeah. Which was new at the time. At the time, it was yeah. New, in new York at the time. So I, you know, bought a cheap, I bought like a $200 mattress from Walmart online and then, uh, yeah, stuffed it on his bed frame and I was, I was ready to go. But yeah, it was, it was a wild time. Yeah. But yeah, I like that method. Like, just sell it to the next person. That's that's, that's like an apartment conversion type thing. But yeah. yeah, now, let's see. When you have a house, I would recommend doing what John did, which is don't bring anything that you're going to get rid of. And then it forces you to get new stuff, except for the fact that, like, who can afford things? You know what I mean? Like... Like, there's a sectional we've wanted for a really long time. We can't afford it. There's an Ikea sectional that looks kind of similar to it. Yeah. Very tempting. But also, it's like, at what point am I going to get the this, this stuff that I actually want? I'm, I want to go drink yeah. beers. I need to go entertain our dad. 
Hi, Dad. Bye, Dad. I think we did it. Yeah. We have a couple of people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com or on social media at somepointsound. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her website, nataliespitzel.com, or... Go to her Instagram at NMS underscore creative. Thanks, Natalie. We are a part of the Outlaws Network podcast network. Check out our sister podcast, the Bloody Stream podcast. You can find that in the link in the description. That'll take you to everything Outlaws Network, including our network discord. But that's where you can go to check out the Bloody Stream. You can find them uh, there or on bloody on thebloodystream.com or on social media at Bloody Stream Pod. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. The Irish. I will fight you. Oh, keep that button. The Fighting hot? Irish. Oh, I see. Keep that button hot. <laughs>